Greetings. One snowy night some years ago in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri, in the Midwestern United States, members of the St. Louis Lodge departed the temple after convocation to find a full-blown blizzard raging outside. It was too dangerous to drive home at that time, so we decided to hold a discussion while we waited for the storm to let up. Our conversation soon focused on the many benefits we had received from being members of the Rosicrucian Order, and that we wanted to give something back. A small group formed that evening to create a series of presentations based on the Rosicrucian Principles of Prosperity. Our goal was to share this information with other members around the area, and eventually with the general public, in gratitude for what these principles had done for our lives. As we began reviewing the principles outlined in our teachings, amazing things started happening to those of us who had volunteered to put the program together. One member was offered a new job she had wanted. Another received an unexpected bequest. In just reviewing the principles, and in our intent to give something back to the order, we set prosperity into motion. At our first meeting with the other members of the Lodge, we brainstormed about what prosperity meant to us, how we defined prosperity. During the middle of this discussion, one longtime member stated, Prosperity is an expansion of awareness. The discussion continued, but this one statement in particular stayed with me for days and even weeks afterwards. Prosperity is an expansion of awareness. It is a state of mind. It is a matter of awareness and focus. It is in asking the right questions. Just as in quantum physics our attention transforms waves into particles of matter, so do our thoughts create the realities with which we live. The most helpful resource for me during this research was a Rosicrucian audio tape by Erwin Watermeyer, entitled Two Practical Principles. My Rosicrucian mentor had given me this tape soon after I joined the order. I must have listened to it 100 times since then. In it, Frater Watermeyer described two important points. One, our consciousness is twofold, and we must use symbols or pictures to contact the subconscious, the inner self. And two, our goal must be charged with emotion. He further stressed the importance of keeping the message to our subconscious clear. If we visualize health for 10 minutes a day, but don't take care of ourselves the other 23 hours and 50 minutes, what message will our subconscious receive? Also, once we have set the principles into motion, we must forget about our request. Rather than telling the cosmic how we want things done, or checking up on our request. I have been applying these principles for years now. When I moved to San Jose to serve as the director of the Rosicrucian Egyptian Museum, we applied these principles in creating the museum we desired. World-renowned lecturers and Egyptologists started contacting us. We envisioned great crowds of people visiting the museum. A few days after the initial visualization, 
there was a line of guests streaming out the front door, beyond the fountain and statue in front of the building, and all the way out to the sidewalk. Our expansion of awareness also included new member classes, salons for the public, and cultural activities for members. All of these manifested. To say the least, I am a believer in these principles. Please take a few moments now to think about something that you would like to have manifest in your life. Choose something that you have tried to create yourself and could not. Choose something that serves the higher good. See it manifested. Notice how you feel. Experience this wholly. Now, please repeat after me the four steps of the prosperity process. One, I know that the cosmic is the infinite and unfailing source of all abundance. Two, I ask the cosmic that, and insert your personal petition now. Three, I give thanks that my request has already been fulfilled. I open my arms, my heart and my mind, and I willingly accept cosmic abundance. Four, I now have made a covenant in which it is agreed that the cosmic is supplying me with an abundance of all things necessary. to live a successful and happy life. In return, I have dedicated myself to being of maximum service to God and to those around me. to living my life in a fashion that sets the highest example for others to follow. And to remaining open and responsive to the guidance of the Master within. If it is the will of the cosmic, it is done.
After making this covenant, it is important to give something in return. Return a favor. Make a donation. Serve someone in need. The idea is to create a flow and to acknowledge the abundance in our lives. In thinking back over all the great gifts I have received as a benefit of being a member of the Order, three things stand out. First, the most amazing gifts come at the most unexpected times, during a snowstorm following convocation, in a quiet conversation with a fellow member, during a ritual I have seen twenty times before. I have also learned the value of getting out of the way of the cosmic. The gifts I have received are much greater than I could have imagined. I have stopped telling the cosmic how to manifest what I want. Visualize what you want and let the cosmic take it from there. Finally, I have found that I can't keep up with the blessings of the cosmic. The more I give, the more I receive. The benefits I have received from being a member of the Rosicrucian Order are tremendous, in spiritual and material ways, physically, emotionally, and intellectually. The more I give in time, energy, and service, the more blessings come flowing down upon me. With a most humble and sincere heart, I am profoundly grateful for the blessings I have received as a member of the Rosicrucian Order, Amwark. Thank you.